Lowry's Modern Living Parnell Street, sponsoring Kilkenny Camogie on Community Radio Kilkenny City, number one for sport. I'm delighted now to be joined on the line by Kilkenny Camogie Chairperson Theresa Aylward. Theresa, a very happy new year to you. Same to you, Liam. Thanks very much for having me on. As we turn to 2023, Theresa, I'm sure in your in your um, role as Chairperson and the rest of the Kilkenny Camogie Committee, it's a, it's a case of building on last year and making 2023 better than ever. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, how we surpassed last year, I don't know. We had a, obviously a great year with winning the All-Ireland. But yeah, look at stepping stones again out looking forward to getting going this year again starting the league um, next month so yeah just not much time to, to, to take breath it's just literally one game after another yeah, yeah. looking forward to and the year has just started but already the fixtures are taking place and I know a couple of games can't go ahead due to the conditions which is outside of anyone's remit or power but it's still great to see the likes of Loretto on presentation doing battle this afternoon and uh, I know the girls will be eager to get out straight away Ah, yeah, look, at it. it's always been a, a local derby in Kilkenny for Loretto and Prez over the years. I mean, I know Loretto have, have edged it, but Prez are, are hot on their heels, so it'll be a great game today. Um, the game is, uh, yeah, I mean, and the likes of that and the likes of how strong our schools are in the city just feeds into all mm. our other teams as well. You're the way for our county teams and for the club teams, so yeah, Kilkenny, Camogie, uh, it's in a good place. Yeah. yeah, so it's great to see those, those two teams always contending the finals. And both in Hurling and Camogie schools games, the atmospheres do be absolutely superb. I mean, the, the pupils from both sets of schools today and through many a school fixture, they really do come out in their numbers. They do. And it's, and it's great. And it's great to see the young people. I mean, the boys and the girls at, mm. at all the matches coming out to support each other. The bar rounds and the chants. And yeah, it's, it's a bit of fun. Yeah, a bit of fun. And uh, great to have the competitiveness there. Um, they're all best friends off the pitch. Um, but, but on the pitch, it's a different story. Yeah, yeah. so it's a good fun. Yeah, I know it's great. Though they're not pals for 60 minutes, but it's all in good no. spirit, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, th- exactly. Yeah. Uh, Theresa, on a personal note, it's your second year in the Kilkenny Camogie chairperson's role. How challenging and how Enjoyable has it been so far? Yeah, enjoyable. Look, I can't complain. I mean, first year in the role is probably baptism of fire, but I mean, things couldn't have gone better, really. Um, I've had great support from clubs and family, but certainly from the, the negative side, it takes up so much time, you know the way. But, um, but, but you wouldn't do it if you didn't enjoy it. But mm. it is a huge time commitment, and, and I would say that for all anybody who takes on a role, any executive, but particularly the county executive, with the way the fixtures and the seasons runs out, it's a, it's a 12-month job, really, just the way it's full-time, almost. It, you wouldn't have reached your real job. Mm. But, um, yeah, but look, we can't complain. It's been a fantastic year. We've had fantastic support from Kilkenny, from from clubs, from, you know, sponsors. I mean, the coverage on our, on our local media has been terrific. We've had great support. And I think Kilkenny, last year in particular, has has taken another step again just in recognition of the sport we've had um, we've had a great year and people are more and more coming out to support our girls playing the game You think of all the clubs that have to be catered for and they have different interests whether it's uh, times for matches pitches for matches uh, player availability I mean trying to find that balance and I know you have plenty of great people behind the scenes helping you out on, on all those matters but you're never going to please everybody it's just a case of doing your best no, we won't. I mean, we've got the fixtures there. It's actually the draft fixtures there just at the, um, the end of December for the county. And we're just kind of going through them between the 14, 16 minor, you know, the development squads and trying to fish in our own clubs. You're trying to give as much time as possible, a quality time to your own clubs. The county mm. fixtures take up a huge, a huge chunk of the calendar. And, um, the and I would be in favour definitely of the split season, but it's just we. I'd love to make it a little more concise. You know, we, I think we're starting a little bit earlier this mm. year as well, so hopefully we'll get a better run and try and get some of our own club games. We played a little earlier as well this year to so try not to have so many at the end of the season, trying to squeeze in before the club 
you know, uh, competitions kick off for um, for Leinster. Just anyway, so it's been mm. tight, really, really tight schedule trying to fit everything in. I mean, we're back literally next month, February, March, April, straight off the calendars are full, almost me is almost full. The month of June gives a little bit of breathing space with exams, you know, but it's a, yeah, it's a challenge, it's a challenge. And you'd really try to get more quality games for our clubs out of all of that. But mm. yeah, and the after players and look after you know, player play recovery and, you know, avoid injuries. It's a tough one on young players, particularly if so many girls who, as you say, play schools, play clubs, play county and other sports as well. So, you know, you have to look after their health and well-being as well. So there's a lot going on for young players. Yeah, and when the fixtures committee are putting the games together and maybe they're pulling their hair out because they can't get a pitch because it's the month of January or, of course, we have, yes. you know, pitches double up at the hurling clubs as well, so that can be difficult. You have to almost think forward to the summer months and all the euphoria of all Ireland's and club finals once you're going through those tough moments. It is, it is. I mean, pitch availability is tough because, like that, I say, we're clashing with the GEA, particularly the way that the, the competitions are run. And luckily enough, most clubs have two pitches, but in those two pitches you're trying to accommodate obviously different age groups for GA and Camogie and it is a challenge and we're trying to spread it out over what days of the week we can fit in you know matches you know during the week and what can we can in this weekend to account you know to look after the adult games and it, it's tight I'd love to have more venues available I'd love to have our own Kilkenny pitch dedicated Camogie Camogie grounds it would make life so much easier but look at that that's the plan that's there but it's, it's trying to trying to make that achievable is something else but yeah, uh, yeah that would, would take a huge load off us and even the likes of this weather if we even had a 3G or 4G pitch something that we could actually you know, you know use to get these games played in, in tough weather but look at it's, it's an aspiration but hopefully we'll get there someday but in fairness our clubs GA wise you know are excellent to us and they do accommodate us the best they can but a lot of our clubs have gone on the route of one code as well and they have a really good equal partnership on the grounds so it can be done it can be done mm. but, it, but it means working together all the codes working together really how important in terms of practicality and maybe in terms of legitimacy and putting them on a level par were the likes of Clara and Dixborough and others going by the titles GA and Camogie clubs? From a personal point of view, in my own household, I have a daughter playing Camogie, I have boys playing hurling, um, and I know I've been involved in Borden Oak with the GA in our club, and I'm involved obviously with the Camogie as well, side things. And, you know, and for families, to have your, your your children treated on an equal footing that are you know for accessibility to your own local club is is, is excellent and there is no issue in our club the way if you whenever you need the pitch you book it and it's almost come first come best dressed the other way you got to get your mm. bookings in early but once you're in you're booked you know we have to, obviously you have to accommodate um, county fixtures and everything else but apart from that our, you know it works well when you have the two pitches it helps for any clubs to have one pitch it's a, it's a huge challenge mm. and um, yeah go so, on Theresa. No, no, you're okay. I'm just saying what, the one pitch is, is, is an issue for a lot of clubs. The other way, mm. there's a lot of teams to be accommodated and that makes it harder. But certainly having the, having two pitches in a club at least does help. And and just in terms of then, like having the, the, the parity between the Hurling Club and the Camogie Club, I mean, the girls have really stood up to that and we've seen that become more prominent in the last year or two. And you take James Stevens for example, a relatively new club in the grand scheme of things, but they were very, very unlucky domestically in the last two or three years. They overcame that this year and then went all the way to Crow Park. I mean, for for a club that's so new in terms of camogie, th- that must mean that something is working and we're getting it right on the local front. Absolutely. I mean, the work that's going on locally in the clubs is terrific. We have we are so lucky in Kilkenny. We have a huge amount of people who are interested in progressing camogie and supporting the girls equally as well as the boys. And and why not? You're going. Why would you not? Hmm. I mean, 
be a fantastic hurlers out there who have great daughters now playing and who have an interest in both for sons and daughters for progressing in the game. James Stevens, it was great to be in Crow Park for their All-Ireland. Fantastic achievement for them and so proud of them to be there to represent Kilkenny and to have a club there. Um, it was brilliant. Look, the result didn't go their way on the day, but what they achieved was brilliant and there is great work going on in the background. And again, as a club, they went down the route of one code this year, one club as well. And um, you know, it's, it's paying its dividends. The other way is that it just... It makes more sense, really, to be how all your resources go going the same way, and not to be splitting resources throughout the club. Just the way, so it makes sense. And I think it was all—it was worth the December hypothermia just to go up and see it, Theresa, because <laughs> it was bitterly cold, <laughs> was, as you would expect. It was. It was bitterly cold. It was. But look, I mean, the girls and sure didn't mind. I mean, getting the opportunity to play in Crow Park. I mean, how often can it happen in your lifetime? Yeah. And, and what, a, what a great achievement for the club. So we were so proud of them and, and delighted to be there to support them. And James Stevens going that run, but even on a broader point, the Kenny winning the All-Ireland, um, that was such a big year. I mean, 2020 w- was strange in the sense that there was nobody there to savour it. 2022 was that bit different. We all got behind the team. The scenes uh, outside the courthouse were just superb. And like just from a, the whole pyramid system, for All-Irelands in Camogie to be coming home on a semi-regular basis, that's got to be good for, uh, that's got to be good both for the senior inter-county team, but even your under-six Camogie club. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the interest, I mean, the homecoming was fantastic and I'm so, so thankful for Nicky Kenny who came out and supported the girls. I mean, the weather helped, the atmosphere was brilliant, but the young players, the young children that were there and the girls, our own players were fantastic. They were about two hours there at the courthouse signing autographs, taking photographs, taking selfies. I know I was there till half nine that night. You know what I mean? Um, hoping to mind the cup, bring home the cup. But it was, uh, but it was brilliant. There's a huge interest there with young players and young families coming on board with Camogie, and the girls are fantastic role models. They really are. Um, I mean, and the joy it brought to the county, it was, it was something else. Yeah. So look, it's definitely, it's, it's what you want to encourage young girls to keep playing, to see their role models playing. Mm. And just, you know, with the games coming up locally now, we have a double header here in, um, in February in Nolan Park. And it'd be lovely to get the crowd again to support the girls just to, to visit home support on those days. And it seems from the outside yeah. looking in that it is the reality that such successes do mean that the following year at Dixborough under six training or James Stevens mm. under nine training, that, that extra few bodies will go through the door signing up. Yeah, what we're seeing a lot of now in, in the club, in the club comp- entries for the competitions, look competitions, a lot of clubs are entering two under 12 mm. teams now in Camogie, which is unheard of. And, and that, on that scale, to have two under 12 teams in your club is, is fantastic. That's the most numbers girls clubs have. And again, that's also feeding into our adult competitions where we have quite a few clubs now entering two teams and the likes of Tootstown almost entering three adult teams. So Camogie is strong and it's going well. There's a great interest there. But having the girls winning at county level, surely, yeah, that, that, that helps. That helps yeah. keep the interest going. And, and for girls to aspire to be those players someday, it's, it's what the ambition would be, you know. But look, at not, you know, it's fantastic. The promotion of the games, Theresa, we, we've seen at a local level, at a national level, that Camogie is in, is in the headlines far more regularly than ever now. That's been a positive and it must be very pleasing to see the, the coverage Camogie is receiving. But it's only the start and it seems to be on an upward trajectory year on year. Yeah, and it is. And, and, you'd, say, and you'd say, why not? But it's, it's like, I mean, I know the, the line that has been used the last couple of years, if you can't see it, you can't beat. And, that, and that's true. And even the coverage on our local radios, yourselves and, and, and KCLR have been fantastic. The girls on our county teams and club teams, they've become, their names are becoming like household names. You actually get to recognise players now. Just the way uh, people will be identifying players from what club are playing with county. And the coverage, we need to have it. I mean, people don't know enough about our game um, unless they come and see a match. I mean, our gates are up on last year as well. Our gates are up year on year. 
uh, the quality, the standard of Camogie is improving all the time. And that's what people want to see. They want to come and see a good game. But, I mean, obviously there's different levels. But regardless of the level or, the, you know, what you're at, the same effort goes into those girls as it goes into our boys and, you know, our football players and everything else. Those girls train hard. And um, it's lovely for clubs to go out and to recognise that and, and people to recognise our county players for the work they put in. Um, but the media coverage has, has been excellent. There's a few more events you'd love to see getting covered. Um, but look, it's getting there. It's mm. getting there. Um, we can't complain. It's going the right direction. The, the mm. talks over recent months about a merger between GA and Camogie. Mm. Uh, from your point of view, would that be a benefit or a hindrance? Oh, I would definitely think a benefit. Now, a benefit in a sense, yeah, look at, as I say, clubs and teams working together. I would be for the one code, absolutely. Um, there would be challenges. I think the challenges really kick in. And, and I, don't, I don't know anybody else who has said anything different. Is around the finances and how the finances mm. can be sorted out at the top end. It's much easier to manage on a club local basis. I can't imagine at the top end how it's going to work out. For us, look at what we'd love to see, you know, if there was an injection of investment in infrastructure and, you know, on our own bat, on the Camogie funds that we have, we wouldn't be able to invest in getting our own grounds on our own. Do you know, we'd need support and that's where you'd be hoping the likes of a merger with, with the GEA or with whomever would, would come in and help us out there with grants and funding. But it's, it's an ambition that we have and what we need to have it. We do need extra extra facilities in, in the county to accommodate the number of teams we have in competitions that we're trying to run. Um, mm. And particularly when you have the likes of what we have now, bad weather and a lot of rain and pitches aren't playable, but we have a full year calendar. We literally have a 12-month calendar going around that we need to have accessibility to pitches and to grounds that we can play on. But um, no, I, I'd be in favour of the one code, but yeah, I'm not envious of anybody who's trying to, to make mm. it work at top level. Um, certainly more management at club level, absolutely. Is there any other set goals or achievements you'd like to see conquered in the next 12 months? Well, look, look, we can't obviously surpass winning a senior mm. honour in the final, but we have, a, we have a great bunch of I mean, in respect of the county teams. Look at your, obviously the ambition is for our intermediates to do well, or minors are contesting it, or all our, you know, not Ireland, gosh, not a year, under 16. But our development squads are going really great. We have a great new development committee on board this year, and there's great interest in, in getting the development squads up and going and supporting those. And in the likes of our clubs, we are trying to bring in a, a coaching officer into each of our clubs and help support the clubs. Um, with coaching. I know every year there's new parents that come in and coaches that need a hand and um, yeah, we're just trying to make life a little easier for them and to, to get them started on the right foot with the coaching. So look, we're, we're trying to just improve things every year, improve standards in our clubs, which obviously has a knock-on effect of improving standards in our, in our county teams. But yeah, it's looked, we're looking forward. There's a lot to do. It's, it's a really, really busy. <laughs> there's so many aspects between club and county and uh, everything else to deal with. It is busy, but as I say, we wouldn't do it if we didn't enjoy it as well. Um, Yes, yeah, so that's all part of it. Absolutely, and I, I don't envy your workload, Therese, I have to say. But uh, uh, can I thank you very much, Therese, to you and everyone in Kilkenny Camogie for your support uh, to us in recent years. And uh, we wish you all the very best in the new year. And no doubt we'll see you on many a sideline over the next couple of months. Thanks very much. Lowry's Modern Living Parnell Street, sponsoring Kilkenny Camogie on Community Radio Kilkenny City, number one for sport.